Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Hello, Craig. Dude, what, what happened? How, how are you today? So where you been lately? Did you go somewhere I didn't know? No, why? I mean, your accent's kind of changed. Are you, I don't know. Did you go to I, Australia to go see somebody? I should have. I've never been to Australia. I'd love to go, but I have horrible accents. I cannot do accents for anybody. I still like to try, but I'm probably offending somebody out there that's either British or... We, we watched Wimbledon a couple of months ago with my wife's a big tennis fan, so we're watching Wimbledon, and it's not Wimbledon. I know. It's Wimbledon. Got it. But anyways, then you, all of a sudden you start talking in British accents. So. No, I had to watch the Olympics because I spent time in Japan and I was reminiscing. I'm like, oh, I wish I was still back there. No, you don't. You can't go anywhere or do anything right now in Japan. Oh, you can do a lot. Okay. We do actually a very good friend of ours, Buffy Selena. We call her Buffy the Makeup Slayer. She comes in here and does makeup whenever we have an event when she's available. Of course, now she's doing the Olympics. She's doing Olympic skaters and all kinds of people over there. So she's having a good time over in Japan. So how you doing, man? You good? I'm doing great, man. Have you ever had uh, gator jerky? I have not had gator. You know what? Actually, yes, I have had gator jerky. It's been a long time, but we've got... I think that's how they started the college name, right? We've got a... No, actually, you know where Gatorade came from? was from University oh, of yeah, Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Gatorade. true. That's so, very good. So you are Mr. Craig Lyson with... Vets Growth. And I want to say thank you for everybody who's been listening to us. We've been growing drastically up in numbers to a lot of great people who's been on our podcast lately and i've been getting phone calls people have been asking me questions it's the only reason it's growing because of the people we have like the guy we have today gail jerky no oh, okay yeah so, <laughs> so how do they get a hold of you come on hey come on. phone number is 407-754-5779 that's vets growth as a website is vetsgrowth.com use it because it's going to be to your event that's new yours has been updated by gerald at my website spot right so huge, it's, so it's huge. updated Huge. Good guy. God. Good guy. Good crew over there yeah. at the web, mywebsitespot.com. And I'm Tim Proctor with GRP Studios here in the lovely studios in Longwood, Florida, 407-862-6882 and or Tim at GRP Studios. Longwood's com. getting up along. I mean, you're hearing a lot of things about Longwood. Do we, we have anybody that we know that's running for anything? You know, I think we have somebody that we know that's actually looking to be a Longwood commissioner here, not too distant future. So we'll, we'll have to see, but we do have a fun guest in the studio today. I met him a while back. Tony Boney is his name and no, that's not a joke. It, it, it really is Tony Boney. I know he gets, he gets to play with that a lot when I met him, but I met you at the Seminole Shamer meeting, I believe that is just correct. after you had joined. So Tony, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I am doing excellent, and thank you for having me. And and happy belated birthday well, for your birthday a while back. So you're you're like what you're a young fella. I'm I'm a young fella. Yes, definitely at heart. Fifty four. Fifty four. Oh yeah, he's a young. You fella. must have that yeah. sports car out front. Oh, yeah, I wish. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's when I turn double nickel. I'll get the sports <laughs> okay. car. Okay. Okay. When, when you have that, <laughs> when you have that flashback. But you are with Trade Bank of Orlando. And before we get too far into it, tell people how they can get a hold of you. Excellent. You can get a hold of me on my cell phone at 407-759-0303. You can visit my website at orlando.tradebank.com. Or you can email me at tboni, T-B-O-N-I, at tradebank.com. And of course, I have to ask you, and I know you get this all the time, Shirley Ellis, The Name Game. 
Tony, Tony, Baboni, Banana, Fan, Fofoni, Fifa, I'm Almoni, Tony. Really? Yeah. I've heard it all. Big okay. and fat, short and tall. <laughs> but you, you know come, what? That makes you, you famous. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know what, Tony? That you, I'm proud of you have that because when you when you're hearing these people talk about you, they're like, "Oh yeah, I know Tony." It's a great, and that's what you did in the chamber. You just immediately boom. How do you introduce yeah. yourself at the chamber? I introduce myself as Tony Boney. When I was a kid, it was awful, you know, uh, being teased. And if you can come up with a new nickname, I'll give you a hundred bucks because I've heard them all. But. As an adult and going into my business career after college, it got to a point where, well, I'm just going to drop the Anthony and just go with Tony Boney. And I realized that when I called the gentleman up and I, you know, Tony Boney's on the phone and he picks up and he goes, oh, Tony, I'm so sorry I didn't return your call. I got your message. And I look in my database and it was like six months ago. And he remembered Tony Boney triggered it and he picked the phone up thinking I called him last week. So it, it's a great name. It's a trigger name. People remember me, and it's been a great asset. You were blessed. Life. You were blessed for that success. Is, thank you, Dad. I'm a junior. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, he, he, he goes, I'm going to torture my son. You know, we'll name him after me. So your father imparted that torture on you. Did he get enough torture himself? And Well, uh, you know, I guess he did. He, okay. he, he passed when I was three, didn't really get to, oh, to okay. know him too I'm well. Sorry. But, uh, you know, he was up in Michigan. He, you know, Tony Boney was known up in Michigan. Really? Oh, we're, I wish you didn't start that Michigan. Here we go. Uh, we're from. I was born in Riverview, Michigan. Okay. I was born in Westland, Michigan. So okay. we had that connection. So that's why we can blame all the people what, from Michigan when down here. When did you come down here? When did you get, make your way down uh, to Florida? 1971 is when the family moved down here permanently in, uh, to Clearwater, Florida. Okay. All right. Sweet. So yeah. give us a little bit of your background, and then we'll start. That we're going to jump into your your business that you're involved with now. So what is okay. what is your background? What is well, uh, grew up over in Clearwater, you know, in the seventies. Uh, you know, went to University of Florida, and after college, I had uh, a, a business, opened up a restaurant with my brother, and and then down in when I was in South Florida, I I met a gentleman uh, in the copier industry, and I went to work for him. It was a small company, and. I liked that. They had double-digit growth over the last two years, and I joined them and uh, worked with them for 30 years. We wow. grew very quickly over 15 years, and Xerox bought the company. And so then I became a Xerox employee, and I just finished up my career, left Xerox in March to go full-time into Trade Bank because it's exciting. And uh, I've always enjoyed having my own business. You're the boss, and if a mistake's made, you only got one person to blame. There's no one blaming you. So yeah, I can't I, I, even blame my wife. She's half owner of this. I can't even blame her because she's never here. I'm but, allowed to do that because my wife is half owner with me. So yes, you can't. I, I you didn't just, know I was allowed to do that. Well, you can do it in settings like this. So we can blame our wives for okay. things that happen because everything, as we know, is our fault. We know that. That's that's already said. So what did you pull out of Xerox to help you with the business that you're doing now? Anything? A lot. I, I was primarily on the sales side with Xerox. You know, when I started with the company, I went from geo rep all the way up to I opened the office here in Orlando and was general manager. So I have a wide range of business experience, you know, over the last 30 years with them. And the last bit that I drew from is I really helped build the training, sales training materials for Xerox when I shifted over to the worldwide Xerox side and started working with Europe and the whole U.S. and other countries and building training programs. 
So from going and knocking on doors to being in a, a, on the executive team of the company, I, I got a wide range. And I feel the one of the strengths that I pulled out of that is my ability to, you know, with critical thinking and root cause analysis. I, I mean, that's, that's big when you're up in a corporation of that size and tearing things down, problems down, and then building backwards forward for the solution. It's probably the best I've gotten out of Xerox. Oh, so identifying a problem and find the solution to that problem. Correct. Excellent. And you've used, so you've used some of that critical thinking in the application for TradeBank. Absolutely. I mean, TradeBank is a unique business, primarily helps small businesses take the products and services that they have and trade them for products and services that they need. And it keeps cash in their pocket, which all small businesses right now want and need cash because there's a lot of cash bills that they have to pay. And also there's that little thing called profit. It helps add to the bottom line for these small businesses as well. Yeah, because the electric company and your lease office, whatever, they're not going to take some of the things we're going to talk about in a minute. So the barter system goes back a long, long way. I did a little bit of research on that. And de depending on who you look at, it's all pretty much the same. Actually, Square, you know, Square for your, your pay. Yes. Pain has a great set of tools for you to teach kids on the basis of money, how barter started, how money started, and the whole night. But they attribute it back to about 6,000 BC. You weren't, you weren't around then, were you, Greg? Craig no. is here? <laughs> no, Craig's dead by then. <laughs> but it's reportedly introduced by the Mesopotamian tribes and was adopted by the Phoenicians. In bartering goods and services, and the Babylonians developed a real nice system, you know, for tea or food or weapons or whatever. The Romans actually used salt as a barter tool because it was so important in that time. Could you imagine? We were soldiers, both of us were servicemen. Here's your pay, soldier. It's a bag of salt. And you're like, oh, this is great. What am I going to do with this? Well, you trade it for everything else that you need. Can we not use it on sunflower seeds? Do they have sunflower seeds where we had to have those out in the field for the That's salt? That's true. We could barter sunflower seeds. And <laughs> ironically, we still barter as a small business. So been around for the long time. It's what we used in colonial America. It was used during the Great Depression. Why is it all of a sudden now becoming more of a value? Well, it's been around organized barters, like I, I like to call it that, because it is organized versus you're looking for someone specific to do a job that you have something to trade them with. Those are far and few in between, although that exists, and that's really what barter is based on. But the organized side of it is really growing and allowing businesses to, instead of having to one-up and direct trade, they have a, there's a monetary system. So if that electrical work costs you $200, you will give them 200 trade dollars. You don't have to give them your product and services, but you sell your products and services on trade to accumulate the trade dollars. So anyone in the trade membership can trade with anybody else for those products and services, and that's why it's growing. And also, you know, we're looking at different ways of currency, and it's really rising to the top right now. And I think over the next three to five years, you're really going to see barter boom for small business. Big business is doing it right now. I mean, there's companies are trading with each other for their products and services, but it's the small business that I'm focused on. They need it more than the big business. So can I do my Bitcoin with you? <laughs> no, you cannot do Bitcoin with me. That's a whole nother currency. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. other thing we're, we're, we're wondering about. All right, so how does TradeBank work? We're going to get a little bit of how it actually physically works. 
I'm a small business. You and I have talked, so I kind of have an idea. But for those out there, tell them, how does TradeBank actually work if you walk into a new client for the first time? Well, I like giving them the circle of trade. So you have a lawyer that wants flyers made up. So he calls the printer up and trades and gets his printing done on trade. And now the printer needs some electrical work done. So he takes those trade dollars and pays the electrician. The electrician wants to go out for a birthday dinner. And so he goes to the restaurant and uses his trade dollars at the restaurant. And then the restaurant needs legal services. So they call the, the, the lawyer up. And that's kind of the circle of trade on the monetary system and the organized system. So it's not always directly, I have a service, so I'm going to go find somebody that has something that I need and we're going to directly trade. It's more of a, you're going into a trade bank. Wow. How appropriate is that to find out what you can use? And it may be months, years down the road that you actually use these. Yes. You know, I'm growing my membership, and I'm going to be very diverse with the types of businesses that are in there. So like restaurants, I want to bring all the services that restaurants need into the membership so they can utilize your trade dollars. It's real important. It's real easy to sell your products and services on trade, but then you accumulate your trade dollars. It's my job to help you then sell those trade dollars and I'm constantly calling you up saying, okay, we're getting up there in trade dollars. What do you need? And it may be simple as, you know, I want to go on vacation. I haven't been on vacation in a while. I have a question. What is actually a trade dollar? It's a regular dollar, but it's called a trade dollar. It's not a physical dollar. It is a taxable dollar. So everything that you earn trade dollar wise, you will pay income tax on for your business. We provide you with the 1099. It's just a way of keeping it organized. That's why we're trade bank, because I am I bank all the trade dollars and I manage all everybody's accounts and I transfer them from account to account for everybody. So how, what is the trade dollars worth? Is it like hourly weight or is it, what, how does that work? I really it's, it's, it's dollar for dollar. If you go into a restaurant and that meal's $10, you're going to pay 10 trade dollars for it. And then, then goes, that goes into your trade bank. You, you, you track everything what we're trading. Correct. So you're going into that restaurant. I'm going to pull $10 out of your account and I'm going to transfer it to the restaurant that you went to. Now they have the $10. Okay. Yeah. And that value is given when I submit a quote to a company that it's going to cost. Somebody wants me to do some video for them and I'll just use myself an example. And that video typically costs $1,500 to create. I can either say, okay, it's $1,500 in trade dollars or it's a thousand in trade and five hundred in cash. You have that option as well, correct? You have that option as well on on certain industries and stuff like that. So, like if someone wants to get a roof put on their house, well, there's a huge expense to putting on a fifteen thousand dollar roof. There's materials involved, so typically it's material cost, cash, and then your labor costs and trade. Okay, so that makes it a, a little bit easier to to digest. So, all right, we're going to come back on the second half of this and talk a little bit more detail about the advantages and disadvantages. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your suits. 
For over 40 years, GRP Studios in Longwood has produced thousands of projects of all shapes and sizes. Large budget or small budget, GRP Studios has a service that can meet your needs. Besides our audio and video services, GRP Studios can also provide teleprompter support for commercials or convention projects. Our mission is simple, to get your vision produced the best it can be done for the budget you have. Contact us at grpstudios.com or better yet, stop on by for a visit and have some of our world famous popcorn. Four, three, two. For God's sake, what now? Who ran Barter Town? Damn it, I told you no more embargoes. More blaster. Who run Barter Town? Who run Barter Town? You know who. Say. Master Blaster. Say loud. Master Blaster. Master Blaster. What? Master Blaster runs Barter Town. Louder. Master Blaster runs Barter Town. Lift embargo. Yeah, you got to remember that, right? That's from, you know what it's from? Isn't that Thunderdome? That's uh, Mad Max Next. Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. I think that's going to sound so cool on our, on our site that, today. You were that, asking, that was pretty cool. You were All asking right. me beforehand, what the heck is Barter Town? What does that mean? Well, you got if you're going to be talking about Barter and Barter Town, you have to talk about Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. That is great. And welcome to Barter Town. I don't know where he pulls this stuff out of. He, he lived on the radio. In fact, I've had that I've had that ready and queued up for quite a while. When you first said you were going to come on, okay, this trade bank it's about barter. Oh, I, I got to do that. That's just that's just brain dead simple. So, anyways, Mister Tony Boney, thank you for being here again for the second half. Give everybody your contact information again, please, so they can get a hold of you. Absolutely, and thank you for having me. You can reach me by phone four zero seven seven five nine zero three zero three. Or go to my website, orlando.tradebank.com, or send me an email at tboni, T-B-O-N-I, at tradebank.com. Did you get called T-Bone when you were young? T-Bone, Bonehead, uh, well, we, you know, I mean, come called. on. <laughs> you, 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 if you can come up with a new one, please. Uh, yeah, it's but, ours. Mine's Proctor, so it, it was a whole Proctor and Gamble, Proctologist. Yeah, there was a whole bunch. Come up with something new. You're absolutely right. The, the one that. that I despised and hated the most was Ballerina Boney. Yeah. Never heard of that one. I haven't heard no, of that No, you never heard of that one? We'll, well, try, well. we'll try to use it from now on. No. All right, thank yeah. you. Yeah, appreciate that. I knew I shouldn't have said that to you we're gonna, guys. We're going to get shot walking out of here. So, <laughs> Anyways, let's backtrack just a little bit and tell us, Kind of a, an overview of what does Trade Bank do for small business? How does it operate? Great question. Trade Bank is, I, I am personally focused on small business to help small business work with each other in a cashless commerce environment. You know, so they're trading their products and services for products and services that they need, and it helps retain cash in their account for the growth of the small business. And that's why I, I like Trade Bank is, that, and that's my personal focus is the small business, the restaurant, 
owners, the, the owners of the business, to help them really have a different way of bringing revenue in and spending that revenue is more important. And that's the difference with me is I'm focused on helping them spend their trade dollars. It's really easy to sell, you know, earn trade dollars, but it's the spending of the trade dollars. And that's where I come in and I feel that's where I make the difference. And it is fairly valuable for small business. And it took me a while. I think we met for about an hour and a half and it took me, I don't know, an hour and 29 minutes to figure out how, what you were talking about and how it worked. But it does make a lot of sense in a lot of ways. So what are some of the advantages of a small business? I'm a baker and I need a service. You, you talked a little bit about that. And I need some electrical work done. Well, I can't afford to spend $2,000 to get some electrical work done. How do I do that? Well, you, you sell your baked goods to multiple members in the community and you earn $2,000 in trade dollars that may cost you in the restaurant industry, let's just use 25%. So that $2,000 cost you $500. So now you spend that with the electrician, you get that $2,000 worth of work done, but in actuality, it costs you $500 in cash to get that electrical work done. So it makes things that you can afford more affordable by using the trade dollars. And you're not going to use it for everything. A, a total, again, this isn't the, the colonial times where a total barter system, that's a lot of what they did. You still have to have cash or financial assistance with that in some way, shape, or form. It's just you might trade a little bit to this company, a little bit to that company, a little bit to another company. You trade a dozen donuts for, I don't know, somebody that does something for you. And that kind of goes into your trade bank. Then you can take that trade bank and spend it for something larger with an electrical company that'll give you $2,000. It might only cost you $500 to pay for their cost. Is Correct. That, okay. Correct. You're taking that dozen donuts, you're selling those dozen donuts for $10, to multiple people, and that's going into your account. Now, all those dozens of donuts that you sold may be valued in your account at $2,000. Now you can take that 2000 and spend it how you see fit. It could be one electrical job, or it could be several, a plumbing job, a paint job, a handyman. Whatever you need for your business, it's out there. Or you may want to just save it up because you're a hardworking baker and you want to go on vacation and spend a week in a mountain cabin, and you can take those trade dollars and trade that for a cabin in the mountains up in the Carolina mountains. So you really never get any money. It's just the trade dollars to go to where you want to go next. I mean, you still have huge savings. Correct. And you, you could, and we can talk a little bit about that. You, there is a combination of dollars, physical dollars, and trade dollars that you can do. If it, if yeah, it, you know, it depends on the item. I mean, there's, there's people that trade cars 100% on trade, you know, but those are typically used cars. I mean, we have several, uh, there, there's a, a distributor that has several vans and they rotate through their vans and they'll offload their older vans on trade and a lot of restaurants pick them up cheap and now they're their delivery vans or catering vans and stuff like that. But if it's, like I said earlier, a roof... There's hard expenses to putting a roof on, on somebody's house that it's hard to, you would have to charge $50,000 in trade to kind of compensate for that, that cost, whereas here, you pay half cash, half trade on roof. Anything really over $10,000 in value, we, 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 we allow it to be split 50-50 because there are hard costs with that. Right. And to get those kind of businesses in, 
you know, to do that. It's like auto mechanics. Well, when they fix your transmission, that transmission may cost $2,500, but it costs $2,500 to put it in. They can't pay their mechanic and buy the, the transmission. So, hey, it saves me half the money by 20, paying $2,500 cash and $2,500 in trade. So that would equate to total out-of-pocket maybe $3,000 for that $5,000 job. Does so there's there some savings there yes. as well. Can this be used for nonprofits as well who might trade something that they use in support or whatever it is? Could nonprofits use this? Absolutely. I like bringing on nonprofits. One, you can donate your trade dollars as well. So at the end of the year, if you got a bunch of trade dollars, you may want to just like with anything else with your regular business, you donate some of your you know funds for tax write-offs. Well, you can lower your tax burden by donating some of your trade dollars, and then these nonprofits can use you know to have electricians come in for their facilities that you know now they're keeping cash in their pockets to do the good for whatever their charitable organization is standing for. And, and that's, I love that because at the end of the year, we, there's tens of thousands of trade dollars donated to several charities within the trade bank community. Do the trade dollars expire? No, they will never expire. I even have members that have not been active that have trade dollars that when I bring them back or if they come back or if they're still in business through, through everything that's happened, they will still have those trade dollars there. They do not expire. No. So is Trade Bank a professional business, or is it you started the business? No, I, this is a franchise business. It is headquartered out of Atlanta, and we are from Tennessee all the way down to Florida. And there's probably, I believe, 18, 19 regional owners like myself. I bought this back in March of 2020 and you know, did my research and felt this is where you know, things are going to be going. It's going to start rising. And that's why I did that, and I'm pretty excited that I did do it. But no, this is a franchise. It is a system. It was built, and I'm following that system. Uh, and corporate manages all the back-end accounting, the statements. You get a statement every single month. You get your annual statement. You get your 1099. All of that is processed on the back-end from, from corporate. So this, there is some requirements financially initially to you to do this, correct? If I'm a, a business, there are some yes. initial, and that helps pay for a lot of the support that's correct. behind you. Correct. So there is a one-time lifetime membership fee of $495. That's once and you're in for life. And then there is that back-end accounting fee for all the statements, everything, every transaction that is completed, that's a $15 a month cash fee that you will be charged on that. And then for me, it's not when you sell something, but when you spend your trade dollars, there is a 12% transaction fee. And that's me. That's, I did it that way because a lot of my competition will charge you 6% when you sell something and 6% when you buy something. So they're getting it both ways. No, I'm going to help you sell your products and earn trade dollars, but I'm not going to get paid until I help you spend those trade dollars. So I'm putting it on me, and that's probably the biggest difference between me and my competition is I'm putting myself out there. I'm putting my experience to go out there and promote you and 
earn what you need and bring in the people that you need to do business with. So you're working 24-7 since everybody comes to you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. He's a yeah. part of us. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's part <laughs> of us. Exactly. <laughs> and we were going to ask, so what's the difference? There are other trade organization barter systems out there. There's yes. a couple here in Central Florida. So what would the difference be? And that's a big one for you. Yeah, that's a big one. And plus that I am a local owner present here in Central Florida. You, you know, you're, you're calling me. I'm not just the owner. I'm your broker. I'm your salesman. I'm everybody right now. You know, I am small and growing, and eventually I will have help and, and brokers helping me out. But right now, and if you're coming on board, it's you're getting 100% of me right now. I mean, I just brought on a few restaurants, and they love me because they're my first restaurants coming on board, and I am moving their product. Are they Italian them. restaurants? One of them is an Italian restaurant. I was going to say, hey, yes, sir. Tony, yes. Tony Boni, yeah, yeah, over yeah, here yeah. from Trade Bank. He's yeah. coming in. I, I would Come think on. that'd be huge right now because of the fluctuation while we're going on. I would think you'd be flooded with what you're doing. Yes, it's, it's, you got to get your name out there. Uh, and that's what the chamber did for me, where, where we met. And, you know, and it also helps having a name like Tony Boney, and it just oh, happens yeah. to be Trade Bank TV, Tony Boney TV, but it's really awareness. I was, you know, when I first started doing this, everyone I talked to already belonged to one of the other trade companies. And now there's people, I've never heard of that. Oh, this is interesting. Tell me more about this. You know, now that I've, I've broadened my scope and and there's a big market out there for this business. Do you, you do focus on this area? Or are you focused between between Tennessee and down here? Can you do that, or you're just here? I manage this region. This is my region, but I work with all the other regions. Like I'm a destination site, so when travel open back up, yeah, everyone's coming me. down to Disney, and I have a great villa location for people on iDrive to go and stay, and. They're booked, solid, now that travel's back up. And then vice versa, when my members travel through those states, even if they're driving up to New York, they say, hey, they can look on their app and say, hey, here's a trade bank restaurant. Let's stop and have dinner there. And your trade dollars will work with any trade bank It's a great savings. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It can be. And like I said, it took me about an hour to figure out, oh, okay. Because I just get stuck on one thing. I'm thinking, okay, this this sounds like a lot of cost, as you were talking about the percentage and this and that. And thought, that just seems like a lot of cost. But the more you explained it, the better sense it made. What about the areas or the disadvantages this might this might have to some? Because some it may not be of any real value to. The biggest disadvantage that I have learned, and it's my mission to not have happen, is members accumulate a lot of trade dollars, and when they're not spending their trade dollars, they get discouraged with it, and then they leave. It's my job to help you, con- you know, constantly be spending those trade dollars on whatever it is. If someone says, I need widgets, I'm sure I can go find widgets somewhere, not just within the trade bank community, but with one of the reciprocal trade companies, because we're all over the nation. We're all over the world. There is now a universal currency for trade dollars that if you earn those, they're the hardest trade dollar to get, you can spend those in Europe. You know, so a lot of international businesses earn universal dollars, and they can spend those over in Europe or wherever they need to go for travel or for any purpose. But making sure that there's a balance between earnings and spending is the key. And if there's more earning than spending, that's a disadvantage for, for people. And it's all about the other disadvantage. If you don't understand it, then you're not going to do it. Right, and you it, won't it, do it. it, it yeah. It's a waste of time. So that's why, I mean, my personal is, listen, 
If it's not working out, just send me an email. We'll shake hands. We'll part friends. It's not working. I'll give you your, your membership feedback because I don't want anyone that is disgruntled because it doesn't help the membership. I want everyone to be positive about it. And that's why I'm building from the ground up. And it's my way of doing business, not the, already the ways that other trade companies are doing it. I want to do it right. Well, so that, that's the value you got to bring in business nowadays because there's a lot of wrongdoing just to grab a buck real quick and move on. Right. As you can't find some of the roofers that had your roof. So yeah. trade dollars are not like that. So you got the trade dollars in the bank. So if you didn't have the same roofer, you got somebody else in the backup. Correct. And, and the you more go. you use it, the more you want because it can sound intimidating to begin with. Like, gosh, I just don't know if this is for me. So until you start, until you do it, and then you realize, okay, this does have some value. I can't use it for 60% of my business. That's fine. I can use it for 40% of what, of what I do. And you can also, if I'm a business, like Christy is traveling right now to North Carolina. She's going to Charlotte. I would have loved to have taken this gig because it's in Charlotte. But So she could, as the business, use those trade dollars? Or does it have to be me? No. You can have employees or affiliates associated with your trade account. And you can actually give your employees incentives with trade dollars and give them, okay, great, here's your bonus, $100 trade dollars, or buy them restaurant script or you know, send them on a vacation. It's a great incentive for your business. And it doesn't cost you that much. That $100 meal you're sending them out for is costing you 25 bucks, 30 bucks. Tim, you sure you don't want the Bitcoin? <laughs> no, 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 no Bitcoin. But we, I, tell, I won't give a Bitcoin, but I'll give a tip of the day. How about that? Go ahead. We give a tip of the day. Ben Shapiro, I'm going to go ahead and say Ben Shapiro. I love Ben Shapiro and just his analysis of stuff. But his, one of the statements he has, capitalism invariably boils down to two willing parties. Neither one of them forces the others to work. You don't have to force the other to work with you. And really, in a sense, aren't all businesses doing barter? I mean, it's not physical barter of goods. I'm bartering with giving you this green piece of paper that is worthless in itself. It's just what's behind the green piece of paper that makes it valuable. So I think don't that, we I all think barter? Tony Boney here has explained a lot to us where I never knew about it. I have a more uh, sense of understanding. But I will tell my crowd, uh, Tony Boney, who's sitting in front of me, that Tony Boney is the guy you need to talk to. Have you heard of Tony Boney? And he's no phony. <laughs> How about there? Okay. okay. There you go. That was my eighth grade campaign slogan for, for eighth grade president. Vote oh. for Boney. He's no phony. See, yeah. that is perfect. So you can have a whole lot more fun. With your name, uh, yes, you can't. Exactly. You can't forget this man's name. Uh, you can't. It's impossible. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. And, and I liked what you said. You have to try it to understand it. And my line that I use, you know, you have to take a leap of faith with me. I can't help you understand it in a conversation. You got to trade, and you have to do it. And then once you do it, you're going to be there, and you're going to love it. For all the veterans I know out there that have been calling me from all over different states about starting a business, I I have to ask you, please, when his episode comes out. On uh, what day is he coming out? Well, it says August 16th. 16th, right? Yeah. The day after yesterday, which is the 15th. Right. So please, I'm begging you to, there's another business in the middle trying to help your business start. Yep. And again, we're going to go long, but I don't care because we, <clears throat> this is our podcast. What did it involve for you to become a franchisee? How long did that process take for you for this business? In case somebody out there is interested, gosh, I would like to do something like this. Well, if you're know nothing about barter, it's going to take you a little bit longer. I've had several friends in barter that I did consulting work, and they would pay me in restaurant script. And 
it put a big dent into my restaurant budget for the month, taking the family out. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I was actually, when I was doing my research, a local small barter company was up for sale. And that's what I, I looked into. And, and we couldn't come to an agreement. And then through that, I was introduced to Corporate Trade Bank. And I was up in Atlanta with my job traveling. And I just, well, let's go have some dinner. And we went and had dinner and we talked for about three hours. She's a very dynamic individual, very captivating. She was very, very honest and straightforward. I really appreciated her. And from that meeting to me signing the contracts and doing my due diligence and reading the contracts and all that, and making sure all my T's were crossed and my I's were dotted, it was about eight more months. But for me personally, barter was something that I saw as growth in the future. It's going to be something that's going to be getting bigger. It's already big. So it's going to take place of credit cards? I don't know if it'll take yeah, place of credit cards. I, I, well, th- I they, think credit cards trade, are doing a good job taking If they had trade cash. dollars where they could take that trade dollar to go to a restaurant versus flicking down a, a credit card. Right. Your savings interest. Well, 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 we, we don't have a credit card, but what we do have is an app. So our restaurants that are on the app, you can push pay. So it's a barcode. They put the dollar amount in there. You put your phone up to it. And boom, the transaction is completed so it's, automatically. It's, it's huge. Chick-fil-A yeah. on the barter system. If Chick-fil-A is on the barter system, oh, I, I am get in Chick-fil-A. today. Yes, I will. Well, I will. Look at look at the scams that credit cards are going through. So yes. this is more of a safe bet than have that credit card hanging out there being stolen. Correct. Correct. Yeah, well, there no, you go. No one's, no one's going no to hack into your barter account. There you go. Man. Tony Boney is the man to go for. Tony Boney is the man. And thanks for being here. And I know there's a ton of stuff we didn't cover. And we'll just have to see about it. But I'm looking forward to seeing you some more chamber events whenever Absolutely. I can get to them, So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. This has been fantastic. Craig, hey, can I barter a, a job with you? Or Yes, no? you can. Okay. Uh, let's, let's start that today. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.